What's up, guys? Hey, 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 hey. How we doing? How we feeling here in spooky season? We're feeling pretty spooky. I'm living for the weather, honestly. Yes, me too. It is pretty, even though I like the heat better, but it's fine. It's beautiful. Of and course it is. All the trees are changing colors. We're getting the vibes. Nobody's dying from heat exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> We have a pretty straightforward episode today. I don't think that we have any news. Any news. Not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, we just, uh, I guess we're gonna jump right into it. We got a spooky episode by this girl. I don't know if you know her. Her name's Caitlin. Sounds like a bitch. She is. Yeah. But I love her. She's my bitch. Aw, how sweet. What are we talking about today, Kay? Today, we are gonna be talking about a spooky game we used to play as kids. I didn't play, but some of you all might have. It goes by the name Bloody Mary. I did not play Bloody Mary. I was too (laughs) terrified. Yeah, me too. I did not ever play this game, and after I've researched it, probably never will. Never plan on it. But if it's your thing, good luck. Let's go for it. I'm ready. All right, here we go. So we all know how the game goes, where you go in your bathroom late at night, which I'm going to go through again later. You light a single candle and you stare into the mirror and you chant her name. I've seen that you chant it three times. I've also seen where you chant it 13 times um, or just over and over until something happens. And then a ghostly apparition is supposed to appear in the mirror, which you all know how I feel about mirrors. She doesn't love them. I, I don't love them. They are very frightening to me. Um... Now, sometimes she's said to be holding a dead baby and just staring at you. Or other times she supposedly jumps out of the mirror and she'll scratch or even kill the one who summoned her. If she doesn't appear, you're supposed to turn around three times and try again and that may make her appear for you. You may never end up seeing her at all, but obviously people think it's fun. So here's the thing. If I try to summon her, which I wouldn't, and she doesn't come, I'm going to count my blessings mm. and be like, all right, it's not meant to be. Yeah, and I would definitely get the shit over with. Like, I'm done. Head on out. I'm a head out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you know the game, but did you know that Bloody Mary is actually possibly based off of some historical figures that you may know? I actually know of one by the same name. Okay, okay. So we'll probably cover her, but let me go through the four possibilities of who Bloody Mary is based off of. And the first one we're going to cover is Miss Mary Worth, who has been said to be a witch. I love a witch. (laughs) She sounds like good people to me. 
Sounds like good people. Mary Worth could possibly be folklore and never have actually existed. However, that's still a possibility. Many believed that Mary Worth lived in a forest in a tiny little cabin. She was known to the local village for selling herbal remedies or plants that soak in alcohol, which pull out like the active ingredients in the plants, which forms a liquid that like has healing properties. They're called tinctures most commonly used in the Wiccan religion. She honestly just sounds like a good person. Mm -hmm. So the locals never really got too close to Mary because they were afraid that she would curse them or their animals, and they would shun people who used the practice because it was frowned upon back in the day. Around this time, small girls started to go missing, and the people would search everywhere for them, but they never could actually really find them. Some even searched for their girls near Mary's cabin, and when she was asked, she would deny having any knowledge of any girls going missing. However, all of the families were very suspicious. They're just being suspicious because she's like an outsider. It's one of those classic cases where like, hey, she does a bunch of good shit for us, but also we're going to turn on her at the moment that we get the chance. Mary started looking a lot less haggish. And started looking much more youthful and feminine when these girls were going missing. Or it sounds like she's a fucking witch. <laughs> <laughs> there was one girl who was hearing a noise only that little girl could hear. She couldn't, nobody else could hear it, just her. And she was drawn to it and there was a light shining at the edge of the woods where she was walking towards and her parents were begging her to turn around, but to no avail. The town farmer noticed Mary Worth was at a clearing in the trees, and she was holding a wand, pointing it towards the girl's home, and the girl was headed straight for the light. A wand is new. I kind of like that. Now, once Mary noticed the villagers catching her, she broke her spell and ran for the forest. She didn't manage to get away from the farmer, though, and he ended up loading a gun with silver bullets and shot at Mary and got her in the hip. She was caught and tied to a stake and burned. As she was burning at the stake, she set a curse on the villagers that if they ever dared utter her name in a mirror, that she would come back for them. Her spirit would return to where they summoned her, and she would exact her revenge. When the villagers looked at Mary's cabin, they found many unmarked graves and realized that she'd been using the blood of the children to make herself more youthful. Hocus pocus much? <laughs> Honestly love it. I think what is weird about it, though, is that it's very specific to, like, if they say my name in a mirror. No, like, if they say my name at all, they do any sort of shit talking, mm -hmm. like, I'm on my way. Or just curse them all. Yep. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get them. Right. Now, in the story, it said that when Mary appears in the mirror, when you beckon her, that she'll take your soul for her own and rip yours to shreds. She'll leave you to burn, just like she did at the stake, and you'll be subjected to an eternity trapped in the mirror. She sounds cool as hell. She sounds cool as hell. I'd go visit. So my next contender for Bloody Mary is a Hungarian noblewoman named Elizabeth Bathory, who allegedly killed hundreds of women. I actually would like to say that she is my pick. Yeah? For a Bloody Mary. Wow. I love Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. Like, just the, I mean, she's fantastic. Huh. The Blood Countess. Like, she... Yeah, the Blood Countess. Yeah. Exactly. We'll go over it. Now, even though she wasn't named Mary, this 
countess is a strong contender for Bloody Mary. From her castle in Slovakia, she would brutally murder somewhere between 100 to 650 young girls. We'll never know the exact number of how many girls who were tortured. This would make her one of history's most prolific serial killers. And just her story. Her story is so fantastic. We might have to cover, like, the full story. Oh, yeah. Because it gets really intense, especially, like, when you get into the parts of it that, like, weren't real, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of speculation that she, like, bathed in the blood of females. That's my story. Except that's Kaylin's story, and I don't know that. (laughs) Stop researching my stuff while I'm talking Homie, about it. Homie, I know that case like the back of my fucking hand. <laughs> anyway, she lived from 1560 to 1614 and often was referred to as the Blood Countess because she would literally bathe in the blood of her victims. Allegedly. She believed that bathing in the blood of the youthful girls would preserve her youthful appearance. After she had taken all of the adolescent peasant girls in the local villages, she actually started venturing out looking for more. She would invite the wealthy daughters to her castle to be instructed in the arts of etiquette. Rather than receive the education they sought, they were ritually slaughtered. The King of Hungary started an investigation and found that Elizabeth had been committing horrible atrocities to these girls. Some would be scalded with white hot tongs before being dunked in freezing water. Others covered in honey and slowly devoured by ants. Some were mutilated, burned, and even cannibalized. The luckier young girls would merely be beaten to death. So on December 30th of 1610, she was finally arrested along with four other women who aided her in her atrocities. They were all put on trial where dozens of witnesses came forward. The four accomplices would be burned at the stake. However, Elizabeth would not in order to honor the reputation of nobility. Elizabeth would instead spend the next four years in a castle consigned to solitary confinement. She was in a windowless cell where she would spend the last four years of her life. The apparition from Elizabeth's theory is considered a killer countess bathed in the blood of young women. Now, I would like to say, just a a little note to that. Mm Mm-hmm. There's actually no proof that she bathed in the blood of young girls, nor is it really feasibly possible for her to get that much blood. Like, she would have to get a lot of blood. Um, I do find from research and listening to this case, the times that I have, that it would make sense that maybe she, like, used it as maybe, like, a face mask, if you will. Yeah, rubbed it on her, maybe. But I do think that while that's probably true, it's more so, like, just from evidence glorified for her persona of mm-hmm. being, like, the scariest a, woman to ever live. Woman, yeah. yeah. So that she didn't actually bathe in the blood. But right. she was a hard bitch. Oh, oh, yeah. She, I mean, she fucked some shit up and she was demented. She, I mean, she very, was... Very, very demented woman, obviously. I have heard that case... In every single way. And on top of that, too, there is a movie. Yeah, we should cover it. We should do it. Yeah. Well, there's a movie that um, maybe I'll cover on Drunk With Horror, actually. But it's called Stay Alive. Mm-hmm. And it's about this video game. And it's actually, it's Disney's only horror film. Fun fact. What? Well, yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, I mean, it was technically produced by Disney. 
And so it was made to be rated R and then it had to be dropped down to PG-13 because it was produced by Disney. And the concept of it was that if you, you like this group of friends, like played a video game and Mm -hmm. if you died in the video game, you died the exact same way in real life. Oh God. And it was all about like a character that was based around Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. Like, it was, it's wild. Need to watch it. And you also said that's the only horror movie that Disney ever produced. However, Don't Look Under Your Bed was one of the scariest movies to me. (laughs) Don't Look Under the Bed should be the ultimate horror movie. The scariest movie That movie as a child really fucked me up. I was, I was like hiding behind my blankets watching that movie. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to agree. Like, that movie was terrifying. Yeah. But I, I love that one. And actually... Elizabeth Bathory wasn't even the one that I thought you were talking about. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking about another one that I know who actually had the name mm-hmm. Bloody yep. Mary. Yep. So we're getting there. Now, it's also considered that lightly. I put this one lightly because this is one I kind of is quick. It's a quick one. So it's also considered that she may be based off of Mary Queen of Scots. Now, Whom I love. <sighs> This Mary, I'm not delving too deep into her, but she was alive between 1542 to 1587. She was capable of laying claim to both the Scottish and the English thrones because of her parents. And when she married her first husband, Mary went through it with him. As she was extremely pregnant, she watched her husband murder her Catholic secretary, whom he stabbed 56 times. She watched completely helpless. Her first husband actually met a pretty untimely end of his own when he was murdered mysteriously, which Mary was believed to possibly have been a part of because she later married one of the main suspects. This second husband was worse than the first. He essentially abducted her and held her prisoner in a castle as he gathered his support to lay his claim to kingship. His support never came, And he was arrested, and Mary had to abdicate the throne to her infant son, James. She raised an army and tried to take back power, but failed. She was forced to flee England and sought sanction from Queen Elizabeth I. To which Elizabeth replied, no ma'am. And she imprisoned her for 18 years. And later, letters implicating Mary in a plot to overthrow Elizabeth were found and resulted in Mary being tried for treason and sentenced to death. In February of 1586, 44-year-old Mary was beheaded. So she was making jokes about the men who were disrobing her on her way to the block. And her executioner botched the job. 100% he did. He did. He failed to kill her with the first axe swing and only dug it deep into the back of her head as she lay stretched out on the block. His second strike got her neck, but he still failed to sever her head and finally had to slice away at the sinew, attaching what was left of her head to her body. Now, when he went to hold up her head and shout, God save the queen... He was shocked to find that her head fell to the ground and all he was holding was her ginger wig. This version of Mary is creepy AF because she's headless. And it's Mary, Queen of Scots, who, like, apparently everybody on this list is a badass bitch. Yeah. 
Also, too, she was played by Saoirse Ronan in the 2018 movie Mary Queen of Scots. And I love Saoirse Ronan, so there's just that. We'll have to watch that one, too. Yeah, it's not a horror movie. It's like a, that's funny. It's also got Margot Robbie in it. It's a really good movie. Yeah, she's uh, Queen Mary. We should watch. Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Sorry. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, but Margot Robbie is Queen Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. It's a a fun time because they're cousins in, like, Mary, Mary Queen of Scots and Mary Elizabeth are intertwined there right but they're like close cousins mm-hmm. like they were even like close up until she was like oh she trauma well she trying to get my throne right yeah which no she was just trying to uh stay the fuck alive yeah right they did her dirty did her dirty. yeah the same way that they did fucking Catherine howard there we go there <laughs> the only person who could give mary queen of scots a run for her money was on how bad their life was was Catherine howard because mm-hmm. poor girl So that is a perfect segue because my last and what I believe is the most plausible is Queen Mary the First. What a bitch. (laughs) She she was. She She was was hell on earth. Oh yeah. She was something. Now Queen Mary the First was born on February 18th, 1516 at Greenwich Palace in London. Her father had deeply desired a male heir and he tried everything in his power to have one. When she was a teen, the king scandalized Europe by saying his marriage to her mother was illegal and incestuous because she had briefly been married to his brother, and then he announced his marriage to Anne Boleyn. He divorced Mary's mother and married Anne and tore England away from the Catholic Church and established the Church of England instead. Am I allowed to say that Anne Boleyn is like my favorite historical character on this planet? Oh, the Boleyn Sisters is one of my favorite movies. The Boleyn Sister, Anne, is one of my favorite people. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Which you know me. I know. I know my six wives of Mm -hmm. King Henry VIII. At six. Yeah. At six. And I do love that. (laughs) But I just, I like history. I like history a lot more now that I'm out of school. Right. Than I ever did when I was in school. And specifically like. The The queen era. Yeah, like the royal, like timeline mm-hmm. so over but, in england yeah it's interesting sure is it's a crazy timeline now mary was declared illegitimate and made a lady instead of a princess she refused to acknowledge that her parents marriage was illegal and that her father was the head of the england church she watched her father marry again and again after he executed boleyn and again and again yeah, he'd marry repeatedly up to six wives and some he would execute and others just divorce. But all in all, he got what he wanted. A son. Do you have anything to add to the six wives? Oh, I I could... That I could do a podcast just about the six wives. <laughs> I could have my... Like, I could release two episodes a week for an entire year. And okay. it would consist all the way down to, like, their diet. Like, <laughs> I love... Love the, the six wives of Kate Kennedy. Absolutely. Well, this is about... Bloody Mary. The son's name was Edward the Sixth, mm-hmm. who lived for ironically only six years. years. In rain, wasn't it? In his yeah, reign, yeah. yeah. So Edward the Sixth lived for only six years of his reign, and he tried to pass the power to his cousin, Lady Jane Grey, but Mary seized her opportunity. So she led an army into London in 1553 with much support of putting her on the throne. 
she put Lady Jane Grey on the executioner's block and took her role as queen. This is where her reputation as Bloody Mary developed. As she began her reign, her top priority was to restore England to the Catholic Church. She married Philip II of Spain, which was a terrible and loveless marriage, and would quash the Protestant rebellion. She reversed many of her father and half-brother's anti-Catholic policies, and she went one step further in 1555 and revived a law called Heretics Cumberindo, which punished heretics by burning at the stake. She hoped that it would be a scare and a short, sharp shock, and they would be encouraged to return to the Catholic Church easily. She told her advisors that the executions should be so used that the people might well perceive them not to be condemned without just occasion, whereby they shall both understand the truth and beware to do the like. However, the Protestants were undeterred and very persistent. So for three years, from 1555 to her death in 1558, almost 300 Protestants were burned alive at her command. Some were prominent religious figures, such as Thomas Cranmer, who was the Archbishop of Canterbury, and other bishops alike. Also, many normal citizens, most of which were poor, were also put to death. This behavior earned her the nickname Bloody Mary, but this isn't the only reason she's linked to the legend. Mary had another priority alongside turning the Protestants, and that was getting pregnant. She announced just two months after marrying Philip that she was pregnant, and she, by all accounts, appeared to be pregnant. However, her due date came and went with no baby. According to rumors spread around the French court, she had delivered a lump of flesh. She had possibly had a molar pregnancy, which is also called a hydatidiform mole. When she passed, she was childless and possibly passed of ovarian or uterine cancer. This is where the descriptions of Mary with a baby come in. In some versions of Bloody Mary, she's said to be taunting her victim, saying, I stole your baby or I killed your baby. I said that she was a bitch right from right from the start. From the start. And that that's my that's my favorite for Bloody Mary, is that's who I one hundred percent believe it is. Now you choose who you prefer you guys are filled with information now about bloody mary elizabeth bathory is that who you choose still yes are you kidding me over queen mary yes caitlin wow okay um i'm shocked no matter what though you'll never catch me playing the game i will if it's elizabeth bathory (laughs) (laughs) you all already know how i feel about mirrors so there's one last thing that I want to say where there's one take on an official way to blade Bloody Mary that I think I may find the absolute creepiest, and I think you all should hear it too. Just please play at your own risk. Me and Kaylin are going to do it right after we record. Absolutely not. You heard her absolutely not. not. She was talking to not, like not, absolutely, yeah. Don't worry, not. We'll do it. So the steps are: you begin the game precisely at midnight. You chant the name <laughs> three times. What's the name? <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? Mary, who's bloody. Chant her name three times instead of thirteen. The next step is to chant the name seven times instead of thirteen. 
then run water in your sink while chanting her name. Instead of gazing into the mirror while chanting her name, spin slowly in place. After the 12th repetition, stop spinning, face the mirror, and chant the 13th repetition while looking into the mirror. Replace the chant of her name with the chant, Bloody Mary, I stole your baby. Then replace that chant with the chant, I believe in Mary Worth. There are no guaranteed ways to dispel Bloody Mary once she has been summoned, although various methods have been proposed. Some sources recommend drawing a cross on the mirror with soap for three nights following the completion of the ritual. Others recommend burning sage in the playing space or flicking vinegar in the four corners of the room. You may, of course, try these methods, but don't count on them working. And do not break the mirror. You wouldn't want to let Bloody Mary out, would you? Me and Kaylin are going to go play this. We're not. I'm going to go play it. So when Kaylin is on the next episodes by herself, you know what happened. You're going to lose your soul. So there is the interesting historical back story on Bloody Mary. Like I said, believe who you want it to be. I, I think that both Mary the First and Elizabeth Bathory are my favorites. Um, but... I like all of them, honestly. Yeah, me too. They're, yeah, they were all I'm pretty, into pretty interesting. To I like how you it. added the game at the end, like a like a funky way to do it. A little funky way. Yeah. Let's get funky, funky, funky. <laughs> but yep, play at your own risk. Don't uh, don't go out there and do it because I said so. Because I sure didn't. Because I won't. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, make sure that you check us out on all of our social medias at Crime or Reason. Go ahead and shoot us an email at crimeorreason at gmail.com or go ahead and check out our Patreon. We are always thankful for everything that you all do and every time you all listen, we love you all so very much. Also, make sure that you leave a review or a rating so we know how we do. Ah, Good job. (laughs) I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Also, let us know what kind of uh, creepy games you played growing up. Yes. We want to know. Please. Maybe I'll make Caitlin try all of them. Probably not. We'll just do a live feed of us doing these until Caitlin dies of fright. We could do light as a feather, stiff as a board. Well, there's two of us, and I'm not light as a feather, nor stiff as a board. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin's a witch confirmed. But uh, no matter what games you're playing, no matter what podcast you're listening to, and no matter what you were doing during the spooky season, make sure that you always stay safe, stay healthy, and stay criminal. criminal. Bye, guys. Bye.